great future. We're talking real money. Today's edition of Talking Real Money is just a dream. It is merely a dream. It is a figment of your imagination because, as we all know, according to the Wall Street Journal, the world ended yesterday. That's official? <laughs> so we're like the only two people that made it? No, because what about... The stock market... Oh, okay. I was going to say, what about Justin... off a cliff yesterday, and I, that must mean the economy died, and <laughs> that's the end of the world as we, we had know a lot of, We had a lot of people that called us the last couple of hours about money things, so... Wow. Oh, maybe it wasn't. I thought those were part of my dream. Ah. Those were real calls at ah. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Segway. I, oh, was I supposed to say something there? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that the, the, the phone number was a, it was a segue okay. to the phone number. So, no, we, and we take calls. So, we had calls the last couple hours on everything from what to do in your Roth IRA to I'm going to retire early. How should my portfolio look to I'm 35. I'm just getting started to the other end of the spectrum. I'm 77 and I own an annuity and you guys are always saying bad things about annuities and how to invest at Vanguard. So I, I pay someone to write up notes on the podcast every week. And I apparently love it. you keep notes. I do. I didn't know that. Well, I should I, no should I give, should I email once I've to done you something? something, once I'm, I'm done with something, I'm on to something else. Yeah, I know. Well, you're very good at that. I don't care about those old things. I want to talk about the new. So tell us what's new with you. What kind of help do you need with your money? How can we help you become a better investor? All you have to do is give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's absolutely free and it's easy. I We have a caller and I'm not sure, we do? I'm not sure if I have the name right. I don't know because I don't see it on my screen. Oh, so. pardon me. I sent it to you. Okay. Oh, it's still sent. It says delivered, but it's not really. Apple is so mysterious. Oh, I got it. Okay. Lawaga? Lawaga. I don't I hope I Lawaga. Right. Lawaga. Yes, that's okay. Okay. Thanks for joining us. How can we help you? Well, I hope you can help me because I've listened to you a few times on the radio, but you talk so fast. They told me to call after the show. So I called after the show so that I can talk to one of you guys. I have a little money that I want to put in a savings account. But these days, everywhere I try to find a savings account in the bank, they don't give interest. It's either zero point something or it's too little. Okay. So we're going to talk more slowly. So thank you for that feedback, which I appreciate. Um, thank you. So the, I can't slow down. Yeah, That's you my can. Problem. The purpose okay. of this money is what what is the purpose of the money that you want to put into a savings account uh, to use it when I, I i need it because if i put it in a market a money market it takes too long and i can't get to it very quickly but if i put in a savings account that gives a bit of interest i can get to that money when i need it i'm going to i'm going to go slow but i'm going to argue with you a little bit because there are certainly places i'll give you an example yes if for example you went yes. to vanguard and yes. you opened an account in your name and then yes. you put it in the money market you could hook up your account at vanguard directly to your bank account so that if you woke up one day and you said i need money by tomorrow yes. you could move it over i don't know that you can do it any faster out of a savings account frankly well, that sounds good. Now, I have a question, though, for you, Luanga. Yes. Uh, 
how much risk? How much first? How much money is this? I would start with about five thousand, and then keep adding on as time goes on, and as I see how the system is working for me. And can you accept any change? in that value slightly higher or lower lower you could always accept higher but lower <laughs> no problem uh, there <laughs> yeah, lower, you, lower yes are you okay if it fluctuates a little bit yes then tom your solution is actually a good one okay for the so first time in the history of the show <sighs> finally my moment has arrived so give him the fund okay so here's the fund that i use for my short-term money needs. Yes. It's a mutual fund that's operated by Vanguard. Yes. It is the Vanguard... Yes. I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> <laughs> it's operated I by Vanguard. You, I, I give know. you an opportunity to be right, <laughs> and you can't even remember the name. <laughs> it's yes. the, it, it, it is the Vanguard. Vanguard short, short term. Short term. Yeah. Corpor- yes. Corporate. Corporate. Yeah, corporate. Yes. Bond. Bond index. V S. We're going to give you the v- ticker. Hang on here. We'll go slow. V S B. I mean, sorry. V S T. V S T. Victory Sam Tom. V S T. B X. T. It is two. Then you must have wanted the, the 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 short-term investment grade corporate. That's the one. Yes. Okay. Oh well. See, you gave me a different name. Short. Oh, hold on. I. It- he gave yeah. you the wrong one. Short term. Are we both typing it in? Yes, we are. Because I, I feel short term investment horrible. grade bond fund I is uh, VFSIX. Yeah. No, okay. He's only he's only got five thousand, so he won't get the admiral oh. shares. Okay, here we go. VFSTX. That's it. Okay, we're gonna go slow. You ready? This yes. is correct. V is in victory. Yes. F as in Frank. Yes. S as in Sam. Yes. T as in Tom. Yes. X as in X-ray. Yes. VFSTX. You simply open an account at Vanguard, you move the money into that bond fund, and you hook it up directly to your bank account. There's no sales charge. There's no, there's the expense is only the expense of the fund. And you're gonna, you should make a little bit more than a money market. The 30-day SEC yield on that is 2.82 percent. Yeah, that would be very good for me. But it can fluctuate in value slightly, and yes. just to be totally transparent, it has yes. of late fluctuated a little bit. It year to date, it is down 0.5 percent for the year, for the first quarter. But, but, but I can keep adding on as time goes on. Yes, sir. On. Yeah. Yes. And as interest rates rise, they will buy new bonds and keep passing the rate the, the rate increases along to you. So it's a very good place to keep reasonably short-term money as long as you understand there is a degree of volatility. It's very low. That was too fast. Yes. There's a degree of things going up and things yeah, and going 
down. Thank you, Luanga. Thank you, guys. I wish I wish I could I listen to you off and on, but you are very interesting and you seem to give very good information. But when you, I, I've grown old and I don't hear very well, and then but I try to keep up with what's going on. And if you have a computer or a, 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 a phone, a, a smartphone or a tablet, go yes. and listen to Money 30. That's my podcast. And I do, I actually deliver that far slower than I do a lot of my other stuff. That's true. Well, you don't have, me, you don't have me chasing you around. It's quicker. You can go more slowly. Right. Yeah, makes I sense. Can, I can ignore Tom because he's not there. <laughs> All right. So thank you for so your call. That's a, that's a, this is an interesting quandary for people who are savers that mm-hmm. don't really want to take much risk with their money and still make something. I mean, it's been worse the last five years, right? It's slowly, as interest rates have gone up a little bit, you can make a little on your money. But remember, things cost more now than, I mean, inflation has well, gone and up. Here's right? the thing that I really get annoyed by people. There was an article, I think it was at Market Watch last week about how interest rates were going to rise and somebody commented oh great they're finally going to give us our five percent rates back Mm. and at one (laughs) is there are you entitled to a rate on your money (laughs) two when rates on savings were at five percent guess what inflation was at seven yeah or eight. There's somebody making ten. money. And I think we mentioned this on the program. I'm going to start talking fast again. I think we mentioned this on a recent program. There are $325 billion. I you could adjust your speed that I can quickly. do that. A $325 wow. you, billion. You're like an electric car. You're like zero to 60 in two seconds. And I, there are $325 billion sitting in savings and banks and all kinds of places i hate to break the news to you those institutions absolutely love you they adore you they think you are god because you are giving them money every single day they are taking your money and they're paying they, this is true they are giving uh-huh. you and and take a look at the who has been slow to raise rates even though interest rates have gone up banks credit they have been horrendously slow to push rates up so guess what they're making even more off you now than they were before. So good. I mean, thank you. Here's some here, here and and this is wonderful irony. The highest rate on savings right now. This is on, this is just a savings account. Savings account, yeah. liquid daily well, okay, right. at a bank, yeah. at an FDIC because you can go insured to, you, bank. You can go to bankrate.com and look this up, right? I did. Okay. But what's ironic about this is whose bank this is. I'm going to say it's Ally Bank. Nope. Oh. Do you know who has a bank now? An actual FDIC bank? <laughs> I hope it's not I hope it's not Bitcoin or somebody. Goldman Sachs. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I love it. Highest rate in uh-huh. the country. Yeah. 1.5%. Yeah. With a dollar minimum. Oh, okay. A $1 minimum. Okay, but what's the, you just mentioned the the short term corporate bond fund that's making almost twice right. that. Well, that's why I'm saying what's ironic is that Goldman Sachs is saying we're going to give you a great sure. rate because we're going to make a fortune on it. Yeah. And wow. what what is what's the highest paying money market rate right now? I mean, after the uh, I mean, this is the <sighs> And you know what's curious is because uh, Money markets aren't that much better. The highest yielding money market is 1.77. This is an argument that you and I have. In fact, I I talked to a gentleman yesterday who called in the show about three weeks ago and said, I have money I'm going to need in a year to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. 
and where should it be? And I believe you said to put it in a money market, and I said at least get some upward motion, use bond funds. And he was saying, yeah, he remembered the call that I told him bonds, and you told him just put mm-hmm. it in the money market. Because as and you point out, it, there's, no, there's, no, there's no fluctuation. You're correct. You know it's going to be there every but day. Here's the beauty. Again, bankrate.com is a great resource. It is. It's a really, really great resource. Let's say you have X amount of money today and you need it next April 15th, 2019. And you want no risk with that money. Well, if you went to bankrate.com, you would find there is a one-year CD at Goldman Sachs. Paying 1.9%? 2.1%. Okay, pardon me. I just cost you two tenths of one percent over the last the next year. And That's ten percent. Do, do you think Goldman Sachs is doing that just out of the the great love and appreciation oh, they have for you? Of course no, not. They're, they're going and putting it into treasuries making, and, and yeah. arbitraging the heck out of and, it, and probably making one or more percent on top of your. I mean, really? Come on. So, caveat emptor there. If you want absolutely right, no. no risk, then. That's what you have to do. I, I understand. Because, again, let's say there was a, a big interest rate spike and right. people got freaky. Even a short-term bond fund could take a oh, yeah. big psychological dip Absolutely. For a yep. It's psychology even, uh, as we've seen lately, it's psychology over reason for sure. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, let's get this break out of the way really quickly. If you're looking for an investment advisor, you need a fee-only, 100% fiduciary, low-cost, science-based advisor. And that describes Vestory. If you'd like to learn more about us, it's really easy. Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or give us a call at 800-386-3004. 800-386-3004. There, that wasn't so bad. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Yes, and, and retire me tickets are really going fast. There are there are 30 left. Yeah. 30 left. You want to come, you got to do it now because it always accelerates as we always. get closer to the date oh. and it's a few weeks away. And, you know, the reality is, I, what, are, what, are, what is the cost of a ticket now? $30. Okay. I mean, it sounds like or a lot. if you're a couple... 50 it sounds like a, a lot but remember that does include breakfast and lunch and the food is pretty good and, and let me tell you the lunches we get cost almost all of that no 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 we we're pay- doing it different this time i'm working on the peanut butter and jelly sandwich i'm about halfway through oh, 200 that ke- takes good, a long time costs low. and i'm doing them on wheat bread this year so it's a little Keep higher costs lo- yeah health healthier yeah healthier healthier Eat some carrots with mm-hmm. that pretty good stuff i'm not going <laughs> bring your Eight, own five Nine 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. And I'm only in town for a few days, That's and you're going to serve me peanut butter. I'm <laughs> kind of disappointed. I agree. Corey, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Corey. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, my husband has always taken care of our finances, and... Um, I'm getting to the point where I'd like to understand what he's doing and be able to um, have a you know a level of comprehension so that we can have a good conversation. What are the resources that I can um, go through so that I can understand what's going on? I know this sounds really era 1950s, um, so I kind of feel silly making this phone call. Not at all. Okay, I, wait, I, I no, do want wait. to my house. 
My wife would say the exact thing. I don't think she has any yeah. idea what, what's being done My with wife the money. used to be a stockbroker, yeah. and she still yeah. lets me handle all yeah. that stuff. No, that I, is not 19th. That's not just reality. Yeah. And, and it's really normal uh, that somebody in the household yeah. is not involved. That's way typical. Uh, but, no, but Corey, you. let me just check one thing. You're not like, this isn't a, a ploy to leave him and get all the money, right? I'm not, oh. not helping you. No, no. no. Okay, just we checking. Have to I don't know wanna... that. We'd have to know that ahead of time before we gave you any information yeah because it's a secret society of men yeah yeah, it would be different information right oh of course we'd 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 send you to some dark web website that anyway it's a whole other bitcoin all bitcoin all the time uh (laughs) wow you know here's some uh, actually are are you like a what what do you want to know about which part of the money thing do you want to know about most the bill paying part the investing part uh the investing. I'm not. I, he can pay the bills. I'm fine with that. But I want to. I mean, I I know how much we have invested, and yeah. I know where mm-hmm. where we are wow. um, in our retirement plan. But I want. I just want to know, like, how, when we when he shows me something, how do I read it? What do I? How can I compliment him? How can I encourage him? And, and I want to know, like, you know, the some of the details. <laughs> I have an idea, yeah, and and we're just going to do this for you, Corey. We're not doing it for everybody. This is just for Corey. Relax, all of you. Okay, Tom, when, get her address and send her talking or um, a financial physics, the book. I've got her phone number. I'll call her. Okay. Yeah. So we'll Thank send you. We'll, we'll send you financial physics, which is if you if you've never you, you just it's like I don't understand investing at all. Financial physics is the perfect book. Yeah, it is because it was created for people who don't understand investing and don't, at all. Really, they and it's don't a two know. hour read. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to get they don't want to be trading you know uh, stocks or Bitcoin on Monday. They want to know enough, as you said, be- to kind of be able to look over somebody's shoulder and understand it. Because it's the it's probably the right first step. After that, there are more sophisticated books that'll take you more, they give you more depth and and uh, and information on it. The other thing you might do, and you might do this with your husband. And again, this is not a pit. We make no money on retire meat. We really don't. I wasn't kidding. We don't make money on retire meat. We have to charge because it would not be fair to our clients to make them pay for it. Uh, so we try to make everybody pay for their share. But you and your husband should probably come because I guarantee you'll walk out. Both of you will walk out with knowledge you did not have that will better enable you to build a portfolio, to create an income stream, to protect your assets from things that could happen down the road. Uh, everybody eventually is going to retire. And, and so it's not a thing for old people. Corey's in the South End, so we'll oh, be back in Tacoma so on September in this, in, 15th. Yeah. If you're on the South Side, okay. you should come. We're going we're gonna to do one in Tacoma in September. We'll put a little note in down. with the book. So we'll call, you, we'll call you next week. We'll get your address. We'll send you a free copy of Don McDonald's book on his farewell show here on KVI. Oh, gosh. He's so mean <laughs> Thank to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you All for right, listening. You're very welcome. Hey, and do me a favor, Tom. Throw yeah. some back issues of uh, Real Investing Journal okay. into Okay. All right. They're there anyway. Well, we're saving those for when you're gone. We might need them to Holy send out cow. later. So thank All you. Right. Great call, thank Corey. You. Thank you. Thanks, Corey. Uh, that's a, but this is always a question that comes Corey's up. Corey's so much nicer than you. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. This uh, comes up a lot. Kind of, I don't know anything. Where do I start? Yep. It's a hard, that's why I wrote hard. Financial Physics. Yeah, Financial Physics That is, is honestly the reason I wrote that silly book. It is not okay, a but setting that book, book aside, where could you go online to read a few things that just kind of... Oh, 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 
Go listen to Money 30, the podcast. Okay, but if you want to read something. Oh, gosh, this, the resources are so terrible. Well, okay, but here's one place I think you could... Realinvestingjournal.com? That's one, but I think you could also go to paulmerriman.com. He's got no, some pretty okay. basic stuff up there that would help you get going. No? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's got some good and what basic about, stuff. What about Vanguard? Don't they have like a basic primer on you know kind of there's how to get started and here are the things to avoid i mean we could trust the advice there generally even though they do have actively managed funds in addition to the index funds i worry generally about yeah okay so those but are you know it's really the resources are few and far between that are just designed to help you and not designed to pitch yeah. you on something that's the issue yeah and don't huh. have a bias towards something so strongly that they really ignore the truth we see that quite a bit on the internet as well. I'm looking at Vanguard's website. I'm really trying to find something that it is is that entry level right. thing. What, what and, are, just getting going. And uh, wow, yeah, they have us there. Okay, here's a page called "How to Invest." Yeah, that sort of says how to start investing, investing yeah. for beginners. But they they have a different allocation strategy. Yeah, this that's we're going to get a lot of. Yeah, that's right. We're going to. Uh, it's know. always the devils in the details again you're going to start getting into you know how much do i put in this type of stock or that and that's the part that i don't think Corey's particularly interested in what she really wants to know is what should i know about the things i'm invested in that makes sense well i and i don't mean this as a plug because again it's not a site <laughs> off which we make any money but yes i have been doing this a, a talk show very much like this one for 30 years this year. Why does it sound so painful when you say that? 30 years this year. <laughs> yeah. 30. Okay. All right. Here's the point, though, is I've been doing it for 30 years, and, and I have a library of all these books people send me. Yeah, you do. I do. I have, and I, I've got, I, I've thrown out 90% of them, and I still probably have 100. And I have gone through all of these books, and finding one that is really basically basics even paul's book is not basically basic no that's true finding a basically basic book that isn't condescending or just dumb you know it says go go pick the best mutual funds at morningstar or something uh was impossible and then i looked at all the magazines and if i re you read money magazine or kiplinger's or or or, or business uh, week or any of those Every single one of them skips over investing. Well, and here's the problem with the book side. And you know I have a lot of those books because a lot of the same people came and visited me when I had a television show. They wanted yeah. to get exposure. The book side is really aimed at either the retirement market or the trading market. This is the, because they can sell you a strategy. They can sell you a fund. They can sell you something. And it's not designed for people getting going because they can't make any money off you. That's what we're getting back to about sort of the self-interested aspect of all this. And that's why I was going back to realinvestingjournal.com. Because on realinvestingjournal.com, I have placed, I think it's hundreds of articles that are either from our magazine or that I believe are okay, you know, from Okay, send us to one article that you could go to right now. Realinvestingjournal.com. Um, Realinvestingjournal.com. Give me one basic. Okay. Here's, the, here's the, where you start. The most recent one, Own the Whole Planet. Okay. So there you so go. There you go it's Corey. an article about Real, why you should own the whole planet. Realinvestingjournal.com, own the whole planet. There you go. There's a start. And we'll send you the book because 
Well, we got a lot of them, and, you know, frankly, since Don's going to be gone for a long time, demand should be relatively light. I don't think he ever wants me to come back, apparently. <laughs> and we haven't even told, I mean, because th- th- we're on a different channel now, you're going to be gone for three Saturdays, which is great. Don's finally mm-hmm. going to take a, a vacation. He's going to go to New Zealand and Australia? No, one night in Australia, because we're okay. changing. We're going from Emirates to Delta, so we spend the night there. Okay. So, no, not really Australia. New Zealand was the number one country on my wife's bucket list. Wow. And April 16th is her birthday. Yes, that's true. So I'm taking her to New Zealand for her birthday. We're going to spend four days in Auckland. Not Oakland. Auckland. Love their team. No Raiders. Although, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't call their rugby team the Raiders. I'd be okay, by the way, if they move it there, because they probably have a nicer play to place to play than the oakland coliseum anyway everything is better than the oakland coliseum (laughs) that's true sadly a high school football field is better than the oakland i'm going to look up their rugby team but anyway then we're going to spend 12 days in an rv driving driving, about the countryside then driving about Mm -hmm. on the wrong side of the road i might add on the wrong side I'm glad it's not uh, me. I did that once, and wow, I I couldn't do it again. No, it's a, it's a, Debbie is so afraid of I me doing be. that. I would be. <laughs> no offense, but she'd be right to be afraid. I'm going to be just fine. Okay, I, I'm going to flip my brain. Don't I am just send us any live, it. you know, f- any FaceTime stuff live while you're driving. I don't want to see it. That isn't going to happen. Okay, no good. one, one. Even though T-Mobile has an international plan. The best speeds I'm going to get out of Vodafone over there with their plan are 512 kilobits per second, Ooh. which which is like... I look good in 512 kilobits, that's actually. That's I may buy a Vodafone chip just to get better speeds. Uh, even though Vodafone owns T-Mobile, 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. This is your life. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're looking for a nice short podcast to tide you over between episodes of Talking Real Money, check out Money 30. Money 30 podcasts are between two and four minutes long, and they're available at every major podcast service, including Apple Podcasts, or you can visit money30.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. The Auckland professional rugby team is the Auckland Blues. They might have been better and, at football than the other Oakland team last year. Who knows? And the Auckland professional cricket team? Never miss it. All the Auckland Aces. Oh, that's a good The one. Aces. I like that. Yes, there you have it. Those are professional sports in New Zealand. I, for the life of me, I'm a sportsman, but I could never explain the rules of cricket. I do not get it's, it. It's <sighs> baseball turned 90 degrees. Yeah, I, I just, no. I don't know that one. I don't know polo. Don't call me and ask me. I can make the sound. Yeah, you can. That's pretty good. Wow. That's all. Yeah, okay. Okay. We're playing a little game of cricket. Oh, there's a knacker. <laughs> I don't even know if I made that word up. Is it? A, is there such a thing as a knacker? I, no idea, but it sounded right. <laughs> oh, look. I, I scored a knacker. Uh, I know. If I go see one of those, I'm going to be knackered. That's for sure. So. Oh, no, no. A knacker is someone Uh-oh. who disposes of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that how, sc- is, do you score well, extra for that, or is that that's how when, is that that's scored? when you hit it up into the tree and you I kill see. a squirrel? Oh, look, a knacker! Send the knacker over there to clean <laughs> things the up. <laughs> We're knackered. 
That means being tired out. And I, you know, after two and a half hours with you uh, yeah. on the radio, it I think gets, I'm a bit knackered. It gets a bit silly. I agree. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Come on by. Don, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Good morning, or actually good afternoon. So, so my question is on income stream prepaying taxes. Okay. What's the question? So my question is on income stream paying prepaying taxes. I figured out that uh, I had to pay a penalty this year. So I'm kind of in line on what I need to do this year. But my question is, if I were to unload a position at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and that position was going to be more than six figures, would I get penalized for that? So you're on the capital gains, in other words? Yes. Yes, on long so if you did, So if you did not make an estimated tax payment on a capital gain you had in a year, is that what you're saying? No. If I unload a stock that yep. I've had for quite a few years uh-huh. in December, yep. and... And my profit on that is going to be it's going to be over one hundred and twenty thousand. I got it. Mm-hmm. Will the IRS will the IRS penalize me for that? Or? I don't. I don't know. But I'd say no. no but they, I don't know. Pro, no. No. That again. If if you have had a you had a penalty previously, you underreported previously. That's when it poss- gets tricky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, the, penalty, uh, in a nor- the penalty wasn't that. The penalty wasn't that much this year. It was only like about twelve bucks because it was. Um, uh, but are you required? Are you required to file quarterly estimateds for the next year? Well, yes, because I'm going to have over a okay. thousand dollars. Then, then here's what you do: you make sure you do your quarterly estimateds exactly as the IRS requires. If you, I, we are not accountants, we are not tax attorneys, but my understanding is. If you make your quarterlies exactly as you were supposed to and you have an unanticipated gain and you, prior to April 15th, pay all the taxes due on that gain, you should not, from what I understand, have a penalty. I am hedging because I'm this I'm tax law is not my strongest suit. He's crossing his hand. He's doing a cross right now. I hope he's praying in some way that he's right. <laughs> but I think I'm right. I think you're right, too. See? So... When I when I unload a stock in December of this year, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have that uh, I'm going to have that big uh, uh, over six figures of of profit over the last 15 years that I've owned the stock. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't assess me a penalty for that, right? Don't no, believe so. Not. But, but my question: Why wouldn't you do some of it in tax year 2018 and some in tax year 2019? 2019. Like. Uh, Unload maybe half now. Uh, that would yeah. be my take. You know, yeah. I would not it unload out. it all in yeah. one year. I would do part at the if you need it at, toward the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Okay, sell half in December and sell half in early January. You could even do it January first yeah, as long matter. as that's a trading day. Well, it wouldn't be oh, a trading day, saying. right? January second, uh, second, yeah. second. Yeah. But yeah, I'd do some this year and some next year. You could do it close, you, as Don said, you could do it over basically a week. So if it's a matter of cash flow going to get the money pretty quickly but the taxation would not come for another full year actually yeah okay so let's take a look at what the year looks like sell on the 28th of december 2018 and then buy back in on the second or sell again on the second i should say sell again on the two sales in five days that's you know that's fine all right 
Sounds All good. Right. I'll look into that portion of it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Actually, you want to sell a few days. you got to have your settlement date in there. So it would be... Yeah. You probably sell the week before Christmas. Yeah, well, that one, doesn't, that one doesn't really matter anyway because you're doing that sale in 2017 anyway. You could do that anytime. 2018. 2018. And then 2019. And then 2019. Yeah, so that doesn't really matter. It's the one right. you need to wait a few days because you want to have it in the next tax year. Makes sense. Correct. Yeah. Um. Oh, you bowl. I Okay, it's called, it's not knackering, <laughs> oh, it's bowling. Oh, we're back bowling. to this I, now? I clean bowl. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, let's see. If I see any videos up on Talking Real Money or Real Investing Journal. About from, cricket? About anybody knackered or bowling or whatever those other silly terms, that's going to be it, man. You can bowling just stay right there. Bowling is the act of delivering the cricket right. ball you know, that, to that, the batsman. That I, did, that I did know, actually. I'm just tr- trying to learn all about what this. What if the batsman is knackered can they hit it as well or not i don't know okay i don't know but they have a thing called an eagle eye i don't know what that is finger spin a first class cricket oh that's the senior version of the game first class cricket Uh 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 i wonder if cricket's in season in new zealand i have never in my life seen because you're never getting, in my life seen a cricket match. You're because you're getting into the fall months now, right? Well, it may be the playoffs for cricket. Well, Could wow. be like the the World Series. <gasps> no, the cricket season runs from April first. Oh no, that's in England. Cricket season, New Zealand. I have to look that up. You can talk if you want. You say I always talk too much, and then I look something up and. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I do want to talk about money anymore, or are we just moving to sports radio now? No, we've radio got some now? other things. Actually, you know what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, this is your I, last I want shot. To talk about so reti- we were talking about retirement, you and I, this week, yes. about when we were thinking yeah. about retiring. And uh, it's it, I it, this is one of those things I struggle with. When should I retire? When should anyone retire? But there's How do a great, you determine yeah. when to retire? There's a great piece in the Seattle Times today that talks about this, because it's not it turns out all about the money right for many people it is because we had a call a couple hours ago from somebody who's going to retire i think he said at 58 i could not do that i know myself well enough to know i even when we went on this brief like one and a half day trip this last week i'm horrible at this <laughs> your buffalo ha- <laughs> your buffalo vacation <laughs> i still that i didn't is, even know there oh were buffalo in the seattle area and, i mean these things are slobbering all over my car it's a bizarre experience but the the article was good because it talked about people who quit because they had a retirement date circle. They, I, all I got to do is make it to this day, right? And then they quit and then they were home for a while. And a lot of them did kind of what people do. They went on a vacation. They tried to take up some other interests, but they found they were didn't have a purpose in life. They were unfulfilled and they went back to work. That for me, I, I think I'm going to have to unretired. They unretired. I have had I understand retirement in the early 20th century for those you know your oh, yeah, life you expectancy your life expectancy was 60 65 yeah. years old you worked hard generally at a blue collar job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. white collar jobs were few and far between they were either blue collar or no collar jobs or you know sunburn redneck you, jobs you know the no collar look you got that down I do. And uh, the 
that you you really wore your I'm body out. I'm going to call out. her and it's my off day. So you wore your body out. Yeah. But now, I mean, guys like us, we just sit around and gab. I know. So I mean, my, my... lips are getting tired though. <laughs> Flapping. I, I do. I here's my current, and we've discussed this. I think for many people, it's winding down. It's it's a it's a it's a downward slope. It's not a today I work and tomorrow I don't work anymore. For most people. You know, my wife wants to work at, uh, I think it's Lowe's or Home Depot. What? Yeah, she loves Now, that's an aspiration. No, I mean, she thinks it'd be fun to be in there and running around and telling people it's here or there or whatever. I mean, I, that would not be interesting to me. I, here, if I had my perfect retirement job, it would be running one of the sports arenas. I would love that because you're around soccer and the young people and energy of all that. You organize the referees. That, to me, would be a great retirement well, job. Well, I live in Florida, and I cannot tell you the number of people who retire down here, and then their dream is to just go work part-time at Disney. Oh, so, yeah, that would be a fun, I imagine that would be a fun job, too. A, it's lot, a lot of action. A lot yeah. of seniors mm-hmm. over at Disney. Yeah. They do it. They do it primarily so they can get a a pass they get an employee right. pass to get yeah. into the parks for free but mm-hmm. uh, but they love what they're doing yeah. energy in to fact the whole I, thing. I know a couple who work the dining room at chick-fil-a and they're in their 70s they, they think and it's they fun. abs they they it's a social like the interaction of, it's so with the customer and with the fellow employees there's an aspect of that that, that makes yep. it, of course now you live you live and work in one small room in florida anyway so there's no social aspect for you none whatsoever i mean it's and i don't even the think, only i'm looking at the door a, right is, now i don't think you can even open it can you this is the, this is it for me i if, feel bad you know, if this it, is it for if you. you don't call me i don't talk to anyone Eight and just an update on cricket <laughs> the New Zealand, yes, yeah. The New Zealand cricket season. Now ended. that means we'll have a link to this in our podcast. I'm good. We to will glad too, to know. Yeah, our new our I new know. podcast he's guy. So good at he's going to have the New Zealand national cricket team. Mm-hmm. The cricket playoffs are done, and oh, uh, the champion and has been crowned. Apparently, I think it's the the aces. I can't oh, really tell because okay. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's but, not English uh, now. <laughs> it it starts before Christmas and it ends in March. Oh, and short apparently, season. that's because. It's summer there then. It's it'll be summer in over the over the holidays. Yeah, it's the opposite of us. Now as I said, they're heading into the late fall, early winter season. Oh, start date seventh of October. Okay. Oh, so and then decent season. Then they take a holiday break from twentieth of December to the sixth of January. And then they're back on the road playing uh, they're out there bowling. Bowling for dollars. And scoring those hawkeyes. Okay. That's where you get the knacker. Yeah, when you when you when score you, a hawkeye. Exactly. Everybody if you can kill knows a that. hawk, if you can kill a hawk in a tree with a cricket ball, you get knackered. <laughs> you, should, you should. I'd be knackered a lot if I could do that. That would be. Wow. Okay. okay. Glad we got that figured right, out. We, we got, got some other un- stuff to talk about, but we have to take a break, and I don't want to get into it yet. What is it? What are but we going to we talk will. about? This is your you chance to list. Hire, this is your chance to promote something. Promote ahead. Oh, you, I could this promote is where the host retire helps. me. No, Come to not that kind. Me. Like what's oh, coming up on the show, that kind of thing. I've never been very good at that. For crying out loud! Oh, we could talk about the SEC, though. Boy, are okay. they cracking down Ooh. on investment advisors! All right. Woo. Huh. We'll tell you about that in a minute. Tom and Don are talking real money.
We mentioned 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast. But you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question, and those will be answered in special Talking Real Money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 is the number and uh they they just finished the the tournament was called the Plunkett the Plunkett Shide the Plunkett Shide Get off the Plunkett Schneid okay yeah I yes, remember that one it, it, it was uh the the winner of the Plunkett Shide Yes was the New Zealand Central Division the Aces finished in an admirable third direct quote Well they weren't the and Aces get, last year get this they were the, here's one of the things they're, they're doing a play by play or they're writing about yeah. the game the match and <laughs> the match uh and I'm just going to read you like a paragraph Ferns was also nimble in the park deflecting a return shot off his own bowling onto the stumps to dismiss Tom Blundell who was proving difficult to dislodge with only a couple of wickets required after the tea break, Delport and then Ferguson returned to finish off the tail and complete the 120-run victory for the Aces. Now, I was thinking I might mock that sport, but now after that, I'm going to switch over. I'm not watching football again. I'm on to this. This is big. Tea Very break. Big. Tea break. After yeah. the tea break. Hi. In, in America, it's halftime. <laughs> it's over break. there. It's the tea break. Or the seventh uh, inning stretch. So no, much... no, 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 no. Pardon me. We have a tea break to take. You have so much to look Everyone forward to. Everyone stop. All right, you promised tea. a story about the Securities I, and Exchange Commission. I want to see a game. I am bummed now. A match. I'm the, the, bummed. The, there's some other level of... It don't have to go to the championship level. Oh, yeah, I do. When I went to Mexico, I was tried to go see a lower-level game. Yeah, okay. Come we, on. Oh, you don't have to go to the top level. hysterical. You tried to go see... <laughs> A game that was at such a low level. Now, by the way, Tom was staying in the part of Mexico that's now been shut down to tourists because of bombings. I know. But apparently Tom decides to go visit a local (laughs) soccer team. Yeah, that's what I do. And yeah. he gets to the game, and they go, "Oh no, sir! You are not allowed to come in. We're 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 having the game, but you're not allowed to come okay, in." Why? What did right, I do? Well, they, it wasn't just me. They didn't let any spectators in. I tried to get in, as you know, as a referee. I said, "Well, I'm a referee." They looked at me and said, "No, you're not yes, the referee." But why for this didn't match. they let anyone well, into the game? Because the last time these two teams had played, there had been a riot of some kind. Now they had to play the game without the sta- without anybody in the stadium. Okay, so here we have. <laughs> A Mexican lower league yeah. soccer game mm-hmm. with a riot, and then in New Zealand, check this this, uh, <laughs> this, this tea at halftime or the pardon yeah, me. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm getting the message. Tea break. I'm going to let you say all this. I'm not going to. Who knows what the riot was? I don't know. I don't know. But I, you it was don't know a riot. Soccer games, though, internationally tend to inspire riots not that i'm not even gonna let you go there that is not excuse true excuse me that's not right. because what you're saying is a majority of games inspire riot that no, is not true I'm just, i have been to games all saying, over the world and never have seen you a ever riot. heard of a cricket riot? no okay that you didn't give that as a contrast oh wait no hold on uh egypt soccer riot soccer riot in england but that's suggesting that all or most games have a riot <laughs> 
that would no, be true. I didn't say this. this you said inspire. No, I, I wouldn't even say that. But okay, fine. Okay. There is even a website devoted to football <laughs> hooliganism. That's old school. Egyptian riot kills more than 70. Okay, that's that's horrible to hear. How long ago was that, by the way? 2012. Okay. All right. They've calmed down since then. No, I there have have like there been when, riots. You do not like no, it when I, I make fun of soccer. No, I you can make fun of it, but you're but what you're saying is you're taking in all soccer and saying that the riots are prevalent and I'm going to argue with you there. That riots would not be true. In, okay, po- 20 2018, yeah. police officer dies in a Bilbao riot. Yeah. Uh let's see. There's a Another a Russian. Here's one in 2018, February 2018, a Russian soccer riot. Uh, Real Salt Lake had a soccer riot. No, come on. I'm Real Salt Lake. What what was what was termed a riot there? Somebody got know. mad or something. Moroccan footballers join riot in Brussels. This is quite a few riots. <laughs> so some of this is definition of a riot i guess at one level yeah, but I guess if somebody I, I, dies that's horrible i agree no one is. died at the at the riot that i tried the game that i tried to attend that had been a riot at a previous that i know of maybe somebody did but i don't know that yeah. mm-hmm. at any rate you're right it's a lot less likely to happen at a cricket match i'll give you that when they're having tea there's nothing more civilizing <laughs> than a good cup of tea all right you promised a story about the securities exchange commission what is one of our pet peeves in the investment advisory business i would say it's the dual registration advisor yeah i mean this is Those, where this is where where yeah. companies investment companies have people that are registered as registered investment advisors where they have to put the interest of the client first and they're also registered as a broker dealer where they can sell you mm-hmm. products that may not be in your best interest. Confusing. So what happens with a lot of these people is that they 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 lure you in with the promise of the a people fiduciary. you're talking about. Yeah, your people you're talking about are the companies. Yeah, the companies. Everybody well, the holds themselves the out companies. today. Everybody today holds themselves out as a fiduciary. Everybody. But the funny thing is, is that only about ten percent of investment advisors, registered investment advisors in America, are or financial advisors are always always. Acting as that's a fiduciary. the key word there. Yeah, hundred percent. Here's what they've been doing for a long time. They've been luring you in, and then they say, "Oh, yeah, we've got these great no-load mutual funds that we're going to put you into these uh, American funds and Oppenheimer funds." Mm. And now, bear in mind, American funds and Oppenheimer funds are loaded funds. They have a five and a half, five and three quarter percent front commission. So how are you getting a quote no load fund with American or Oppenheimer oh, or Putnam? That's when they slide this thing called the twelve B one fee in. You got it. Wow. They're C shares. Yeah. They're class C shares. Mm-hmm. And so they collect a fee from you, and in many cases they also collect from the mutual fund company a commission in the form of this 12b1 fee or from the 12b1 fee that raises i look i looked up the american funds it's about half time, a percent a year no it raises their fees oh, about okay. three quarters of a percent a year wow. over what they are otherwise. the operating expense in other words if you're paying them 0.6 percent right which would still be kind of point, expensive anyway right then you add that in a quarter yeah a right two, it adds on two. and you don't really see it that's the tricky part well, the SEC has started fining big fines 
on registered investment advisors who sell 12B1 shares. Yeah. Multi-million dollar fines. And I just learned about this because we don't do that. We've never, we would never do this. This is appalling behavior to sell you a 12B1 fund. The SEC has given these funds an opportunity to come clean. Yeah, they said But they said, only have it until yeah. June to do it. So if your advisor, check your statement. If you have Class C shares from what who you thought was a fiduciary investment advisor, turn them into the SEC because guess what's going to happen? Even if they give themselves up to the SEC, the SEC is going to make them return every penny of those to the client. That's what I've You're loved about get these fines. Your money back. That's what I've loved about these fines. They are giving the money back to investors. That almost never happens. Well, the fine is over and above. Right. Them. That right. Correct. But there people so are people getting saying, money back. If you yeah. give the money back to the investors and you come clean, we're not going to fine you. But if you don't by June, we're gonna. If we find you, we are going to make you give the money back, and we're going to nail you with a multi-million dollar fine. How many people are going to do the right thing? Oh, I bet none. What? None. I bet none. I bet they're going to play the, well, you know, what are the odds they're going to catch us? Right. Yeah. I really do. Mm. Because they enjoyed so, so much money. This I just always, don't see people turning themselves in. And I, this gets back to one of the things that I, that where we talk about this fiduciary standard. It's why would you hire anybody who has a potential conflict of interest? In other words, people come in our office every day and say, not a worry. I'm working with a fiduciary. Well, is it 100 percent fiduciary? Well, I don't know. Well, tell me right. where they work. Well, they work at this broker dealer. No, it it doesn't mean they're, they're necessarily not. they're not 100 percent. But the, the question is, why would you put yourself in that position where something bad could happen? Why? I because wouldn't. They don't know any bad. Well, yeah, I wouldn't because. I want no, to go but, to a doctor I know is only putting my interest ahead of the that, drug there companies. Aren't, there aren't duly registered doctors. That's true. That's the problem. That's why the Labor Department tried yeah, to that's place over. a fiduciary that's rule. Over. And, but, and why the SEC really needs to create a... Okay, there's your next advisor, prediction. When is that going to happen? In our lifetime? When, 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 when will there be pre- a single a, standard... When yeah. do we get a new president? <laughs> when do we get a single standard for investment advice? What year? 2021. Wow. 22. That's, 2022. Okay, that's fast. 2022. I'm going to hold you to that because remember, the DOL rule that, that they tried to put in place in 2017? Yeah. That came out of legislation in what year? 2009 or 2010. Yeah. So uh, it kind of takes see, a while. I am I am counting wow. on the fact that you're in your 60s and you're <laughs> barely, totally barely. forget I ever, I ever said that. <laughs> okay. I got to write Remember it the down number, somewhere. 855-935 talk. You can call it any time and go to retiremeet.com. Tom and Don are talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit talkingrealmoney.com for more information and to-
we done now? 